So here's the deal, you guys. When I was looking for a platform to start my podcast, I was looking for a platform that could do everything all in one. And Anchor's been that. It's free. They have software and programs to help you edit your podcast. You can upload music from Spotify. And you can also make money as well from sponsorships. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is the app. Download it today. Welcome back to another episode, you guys. Hopefully you guys had a chance to listen to the first podcast where we talked about the evolution of where we are today in looking at the purpose and the role that the alpha female plays in society. And we also chimed in on some of the characteristics where they have depicted what an alpha female is. And I like stating in my last previous episode, I think that this is, is an opportunity for women to embrace exactly who they are, know what it is to be an alpha female and to walk in it. So many times it's, get, it's got the negative stigma, but we're here to change that. It's 2021. We've been through hell and back and we're still standing. So I'm very excited about you guys being on this journey and that you're well-educated and well-rounded when someone does bring that up maybe in defense and you don't have to feel less than because now you know where where we are, who we are. And at the end of the day, nobody can change that but you. So we're going to jump right in. We're going to pick back up where those character about those characteristics that make up the alpha female. And I think the last conversation or the last episode we really highlighted on the self-confidence aspect of an alpha female. And as generally speaking, alpha females are competent in themselves. They're often pre- present and sense of self-assurance that's very alive when they walk into a room. I always quote this to myself in my personal life, as well as my business, my profession, my everyday When I walk into a room, I want it to stop just off of the presence of me being there. Now, a lot of you may say, oh my goodness, that's just so egotistical. But sometimes you have to have those self-talks because again, when we really look at manifestation and walking in our being, it's what we think is what we become. So someone may say, oh my goodness, that's just too much. I mean, it it, it sounds cocky. And I've always lived by there's a difference between cocky and confidence. There's a difference. And with the alpha female, I feel that it's just full confidence. And most of the time, the people that see it as cockiness has some form of insecurity within themselves. What I mean by that is, sis, it ain't really about you. It's about what's going on with them. So walk into the room and own it every time, every single time. Okay. All right, buddies. That's your, that's your homework. Okay. That's your homework. Going back to these amazing characteristics of the alpha female, they inspire others. Strong women inspire women around them. Alpha females use their leadership skills to encourage other women to be their best. Not half best, their best. 
And I want to kind of really chime in on this part of inspiring others to be their best. In today's society, I have seen personally, and I'm going to use I statements because I can go off of what I've experienced and hopefully you guys can relate or if you feel contrary, you can put those in the message and we can chime in on that in the next episode. Feel free to voice your opinion on where we stand because that's what this is about. Most of the time, alpha females are very confident in themselves that they don't feel any form of insecurity toward their sister. And I say that word diligently, sister, because in all actuality, we're all in this together. And once you create that mindset and then you begin to look at who you are, the real gift is pouring into others. So a lot of times people walk through life and they say, you know what? I, I really don't feel like I'm meeting my greatest expectation right now. I'm, I was supposed to be married by 32. My God, where's your hand, sister? But you don't have a candidate to even pick from in your book. They say it used to be a little black book. Now you have your phones. I don't know how y'all put picking. I guess it's just swiping left and right on the, on the maps but we, I, I digress we'll talk about that another time you know that, that's a whole another episode that's a whole series by itself okay we'll talk about it though we'll get into it come on I'm, I'm here to help you help myself all right and I've always looked at when we pour into other people there's gratification there's purpose behind that most of the time we live in a complex world where it's always I'm first my needs are first and in contrary to that I, I, I must say from a clinical perspective there is something that we talk about or I talk about with my clients is a positive selfishness we call it a good selfishness and the only time I use that with the client is when they have put others for years above them and they are literally unraveling right in front of my face and they're in the session trying to hold it together that's when we use a good selfishness because we have to get back to a place but going back to the point of inspiring others this is a great characteristic that the alpha female has because we live in a society again where it's me, 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 me. I said that. You can tell them I said it. All right. If you look around, most of the time it's people have an ulterior motive or they are trying to get some form of gratification, maybe through social media. My goodness, it's been crazy with social media. I think at one point in time, we they're even thinking about making it out of a diagnosis because so many people are dealing with anxiety due to likes. You didn't click my picture and you didn't like it. I remember at one point in time, somebody said, if you click your own picture and like it, that's just out of pure desperation. <laughs> my goodness. So you telling me I can't like my picture? My picture is me. It gets so deep to where in the mental health world, we're discussing how these social platforms have related to mental anxiety. Whereas I'm not good enough. I don't look like this. Where people are in constant 
observation of each other and critiquing each other by changing who they are. Mm, that's deep right there. If we were in a portrait session, I would just start, you know, snapping my fingers. I think that's what they do when they don't clap when they, they're relating to whatever. That's a moment. When we inspire others, that's growth. But you must get to a place where that's become who you are. We live in a society today where if I'm not getting anything out of it, then what's the purpose of helping you? Right. And I had to learn that over the years, because again, when people are selfish or maybe having gestures of only them, it will make you become defensive and guarded. But I've learned over my years, I, I sound like I'm 50 y'all, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I've learned over my years. I just love the way that says the, the way that sounds that there's healing in transparency. I'm going to say that again. There's healing in transparency. So when they talk about this characteristics of inspiring others, that's deep. That's on a whole nother level. And that's on the whole aspect of help a sister out. And some of the times we may look at helping someone out as, oh, that may be monetization or that may be money or they may be begging or wanting something contrary to that most of the time is just a simple gesture of are you okay how many times have your friends just said how are you how are you today are you okay you you you, you're you're appearing that you know something may be going on and if your real friends know you they would be able to see that there's been a change or a shift in your mannerisms. Inspiring others. Is that so hard to do? For many, it is. Because again, we're always looking at some form of self-gratification in the process of helping someone when it's not about us. And I always, like I said before, I love to use the aspect of pouring into others. When you pour into others, others will pour into you. I said that. I'm going to say it again. When you pour into others, others will pour into you. And for this very moment, I want you to just visualize you holding yourself, you know, holding a fist up or whatever the case is. And, you know, um, and someone asks you for something, but you really can't release it to them because you're holding on to whatever you have. And they may be standing there in need but it's like oh no 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 I, I need I need to hold on to this but if I open my hands and give them what they are asking for then it's a possibility that someone may be able to help me while my hands is open open helping them I really love the trend I don't know if you guys remember this It was about, a, I guess when the pandemic first started or probably before the pandemic where people were paying it forward, forward. And what I mean by that is a lot of restaurants or just say McDonald's. I remember I was going to work one morning and somebody stated, um, it was like the pay it for forward, um, act of kindness. And I was like, what, what, what the hell is that? <laughs> 
But when I was going to get my breakfast that morning and I drove up to take my card out, the young lady said, ma'am, they're doing pay it forward. Everyone's paying the person previous balance. I said, oh my goodness. I love it. I'm here for that. So the person behind me, they must had like four or five people in the car. I think they were on their way to a construction site. And I paid for their breakfast that morning and they don't even know me. But it was the instant gratification where I was paying it forward and I was doing something of service, inspiring others. It's okay. It's okay to clap for somebody sometimes. It's all right. It's okay, sis. It's okay to encourage other people sometimes because guess what? When you do that, that is a very humbling moment. And it's a learning curve to know that you've done something from the heart, not expecting anything. And then all of a sudden your manifestations are moving into reality because we've come from a place where it's not about me. It's really not about me. It's about learning, growing together. And again, when the alpha female has that characteristics, most of the time is often looked upon as attention seeking or instant intimidation. And we'll talk about that. The instant intimidation of who do you think you are? Who does she think she is? Quite frankly, and you guys finish the rest. You know what comes after that. I'm the alpha female. When we're looking at growing and inspiring others, take the moment to think about when someone helped you. Because we've all had some assistance in some shape or form. And how that felt when you were in a bind or in a moment where someone reached down and said, you know what? I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to do it secretly. No one has to know. We don't have to post it on social media to get 20, 40 likes where you're standing there holding whatever you're going to give to them or whatever you're going to do to them. And you got a cameraman in the left corner saying, turn left. I want to make sure I get a good angle of you doing what you're doing. We don't do it for that. We don't do it for the applause. The alpha female, they don't. Because again, they're already confident in who they are. Sis, are you confident? I think that that's a moment where we need to just really reflect Personally, all of these great characteristics make up this great individual, this phenomenal woman. I love that word phenomenal. It's, it's just, it's just, it's just a fascinating word. And if you ever get a moment to look it up in a dictionary or define phenomenal, the definition is very intriguing. It's very intriguing to the mind. Like, whoa, she's phenomenal. Pay it forward sometimes. The universe will thank you later. I promise you it will. It'll thank you later. So as we embrace on learning who we are and really understanding our purpose, 
this will help us over a period of time where we won't have those moments of self-doubt. We won't have those moments of, am I doing a good job? I love that uh, reel on um, Instagram. It says, it says a bad word. You guys say, you're doing a good job. Yeah, you're doing a good, you're doing a good job. The fact that you got up this morning and made it to the end of this day and you're listening to this podcast right now, this episode that talks about who are you and defining who you are and you walking in it. I think you're doing a great job, sis. You can go and pat yourself on the back. How you feeling? You feeling good? (laughs) So I say all that to say is most of the time, the world may perceive you as overly ambitious, defiant, aggressive. But in all actuality, when those type of negative characteristics are spoken on you, most of the time, it has nothing to do with you. And I've learned that being a mental health practitioner, working in the field, most of the time when people have issues with you, It's something internally going on with them. Now, I just gave y'all the secret to life. All right? How to get through it. So when people approach you and and, and it's something that's a displaced aggression or some kind of subliminal issue, let's look at the big picture and let's continue to inspire them and say, you know what? I'm not even going to entertain this because I can't even give you this type of energy. Because I know whatever's resonating within you is deep. And I'm not going to allow that to dim my light. I remember in school as I was going getting my undergrad, I had a phenomenal professor. Amazing woman. Southern University. Social work department. I was trying to literally move forward taking extra hours because I had set a deadline most alpha females do we have a deadline we have a goal we crash it we do it and we move on and I had some delays some setbacks when I was in getting my undergrad and it, it, it I was considered a non-traditional student because life happened and I remember her class consisted of organization strategic planning all related to the field of social work. And she was very, 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 um, very, I want to say the word in terms of passionate about what she did in teaching students to become professionals in the field of social work. She would critique our papers as if we were writing dissertations. And I remember everyone had these negative things to say about this woman before we even got into the department. And I really had a fear like, oh my God, am I going to make it? Is this something I want to do? Wait a minute, because I heard that she is fierce. And those thoughts came in my mind again, like most of us have. They call them ruminating thoughts. And if you don't control them, they'll control you. But as I went through that department, this phenomenal woman, 
shaped and molded me into the professional that I am today. I remember I had a paper and I literally wrote my heart out for this paper. I mean, no, no plagiarism because you know, y'all just take them, switch them words around and say the dog was green. The dog was green at this plate. Yeah. That's what you're really big on that in, in, in college. I don't want, I don't understand. I mean, Hey, what's the big deal? I'm, I'm citing it. <laughs> it's just in my words. That's another topic. But I, the paper was like worth 40 points or whatever the case is. And I, I'm excited about it. I know I put in my best time to literally make this paper the greatest. And when it was time for her to hand those papers back, I had a 0.5. And I remember sitting in the class while she's talking, it was like I had a Charlie Brown moment. You know how Charlie Brown was womp, 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 womp. She was talking, but I couldn't get off the fact that you had given me a 0.5 on my paper that I had literally put my best foot forward. Because I they told me about you. I heard about you. The people was talking about you. So I was ready mentally after rehearsing in my mind saying that I can get through this. I'm in the middle. I only have a couple more semesters to go. And you give me a 0.5? This is where the alpha female comes in at. Instead of me dwelling on what she had given me, and she was literally up there talking, you know, like I could hear womp, womp, womp. I was in my own space and place in my mind. And instead of thinking negative, about the paper. I looked at it from a positive perspective. And when class was over, I went to her and I said, I'm not understanding what happened. What did I did wrong? Is there any way we can talk and discuss or clarify this? And she said, Zelina, your paper was amazing, but you had five grammar, grammar errors in the first page. That's how strenuous she was. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But you still could, you just told me my paper was amazing. She said, I know you put a lot of effort in this. I could tell by the detailed writing because that's what alpha females do. We give it all we got every day, all day. But she stated to me something that has been with me since that day. Zelina, if you get out of your own way and stop dimming your own light, you will be amazing. So I looked at her like, what does this have to do with the paper? (laughs) I'm just trying to pass your class, ma'am. Please, sir, please, ma'am. And she told me to go home and think about it. Like any other student, you would probably say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this woman. I'm going to withdraw, which I've done in the past. I've withdrawn from classes because I just felt like they were just overbearing. And then in all ends, I had to take the classes again. I went home and I pondered on that idea, on that thought. And I started to apply it in terms of a positive. If I get out of my own way. Hmm. You will be amazing. Most of the time, 
it's not even about the actual paper. It's what we're thinking about and how we're normally programmed as an alpha female to put our best foot forward. And when things shake or move or become unsteady, we have to redirect. We have to re-strategize. And that sounds good, but in most actuality, it's agonizing because you feel like, oh, I've already done this. I put my best foot forward and now we have to re-strategize. We don't talk about that side of that, of being the alpha female, how we're always trying to do our best and society may say that's not good enough. And it's the mental war you're in with yourself. And when I understood what she said, I felt at that moment she was pouring into me. She didn't have to tell me that. And then she gave me an opportunity to do it over. What do you think I did? I did it over. And when she graded it again, I was minus 10 points because of the initial errors. But when she graded it again, I got full credit. And it was a 30 out of 40, which was probably a B average. And I was okay with that. I felt thrilled because again, opposition came my way and here this woman, amazing individual who took out the time to give me a nugget that we can use in life. If I get out of my own way. And we talked about that today, inspiring others, because again, when she poured into me years ago, now I can pour into you guys and you guys can pour into me. So again, be who you are. Walk in it. Life is already hard enough. I must reflect on this um, previous meme that a, a meme or a Instagram, Instagram post that I saw the other day. I'm, I'm really technology not savvy as I thought I was. I oh, thought I am and it literally was you should start living your best life now because none of us making out of here alive I thought that was so funny because in reality it's right it's true none of us are making out of here alive none of us unless the rapture comes or whatever the cable hey that's a whole we're not gonna do that today no 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 live your life walk in your truth be great Don't worry about the haters. And I'm going to play one of my favorite songs. It's going to be in the podcast episode. It's by her. And it's Find A Way. And the lyrics to me is literally my morning cup of coffee. Take the time and check it out. It it helps me jumpstart my day. Because I know people are watching. Especially when you have the persona and the ambiance of being this great individual that's often intimidated, strikes intimidation in others and almost causes other issues in terms of envy and jealousy. And we'll talk about that, you guys. We will. But again, check it out. I love that song. Nine o'clock in the morning and I didn't had a rough check in with my profession on the professional side I will go in my office just to get amped up and redirect and reassure 
I'm her and she is me and I'm amazing. Daily self-affirmations. Apply them to your life, you guys. So I hope you guys can take something from this or whatever. Um, I know it, I'm on several platforms. I know on Anchor you can chime in, you can leave messages. If you feel that this message resonated with you today or you want to have a comment, tell me about it so we can talk about it. Because that's what we're here for. Until next time, you guys. Y'all be easy.